This is South Florida Sunday. We thank you for joining us this morning. We have some great guests that we'd like to welcome now. We have Mike Bird and Courtney Salter, who are here to tell us about Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Welcome both of you to South Florida Sunday. Thank you. Thank you. Good to have you with us. Um, tell us a little bit about each of you. Let's, uh, ladies first, we'll start with Courtney. Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, uh, where you're from originally, if you don't mind, what brought you to the Palm Beach County area, if you're not from our area, and what got you involved in this uh, group? Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, so I am Courtney Salter. I am the director of the Light the Night campaign for the Palm Beach Treasure Coast chapter of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And I'm originally from Pittsburgh. Go Steelers. Except for last week against the Patriots. <laughs> we won't talk about that. We won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> and I have been with LLS, as we like to call it, mm -hmm. uh, for almost four years now. I was a stay-at-home mom to my three kids for 17 years and started, um, did some volunteering and then started part-time with them. And then that rolled into a full-time career now. And uh, it's been an amazing organization to be affiliated with. Um, mm -hmm just you know how many lives that we are touching every day uh, through all of the work we do not only with light the night but all of our campaigns so I'm very happy to be part of the organization well we're happy to have you and Mike tell us about your background uh, Mike Bird uh, I have lived here in uh, the West Palm Beach area for the last four years uh, I came to know LLS because I am a survivor I uh, as it is typical with L uh, with leukemia uh, you never really get rid of it. You sort of just go on a slow burn or you just stay where you're at. And I have what's called chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which if you're going to get a leukemia, that's the one to get because it's probably the one of the easiest to treat and it's, it's, it's a, a, what they call a slow burn. Uh, some 12 years ago, I, years ago, I was diagnosed and uh, I've been married 46 years uh, on September 2nd. And for the last 12 years, I've been a survivor. Uh, we've lived all over the United States, and the last three moves have been as a result of me getting either treatment or finding out what's going on with what's happening inside my body. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing uh, journey that people like myself go through, and without the help of LLS, I don't know how anybody can do this alone. I thought, somewhat selfishly, that I could do it myself. I had told my wife when I was first diagnosed, I didn't want anybody to know anything about what's going on with me. Mm -hmm. I told her, I said, this is our issue. We'll deal with it. And as you come to find out, you can't. There's just no way that you can deal with these kinds of things, these life issues by your own. And LLS is there to help. They have people like myself. I counsel people. I talk to people. And it's not only people that have leukemia or uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, melanoma. But it's people that have uh, wives, perhaps, some of my buddies that have had wives that have had breast cancer. I talk to them about what to expect. So, you know, I, I come to this table here to talk about this great event that we have, the Light the Night. And the, the whole purpose of that is to make sure everybody's aware of what it is that we do, what, it, what LLS does. Mm -hmm. uh, myself, as you can probably sense in my voice, I'm pretty passionate about it. Uh, I, I love the organization, the people that are around it, and uh, it is probably one of the best organization, if not the best organization, uh, to help and find a cure and help support all the patients that are involved. 
Well, we're going to talk about Light the Night, and we're going to talk about a lot of different things. But you you mentioned uh, a second ago you uh, talked to husbands of women uh, who are suffering from breast cancer. And um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the fact that things like leukemia and lymphoma uh, not only affect the, the uh, patient, but also the families. Families are greatly affected by this. And I'm getting the feeling that, uh, that LLS does a lot for families, not just patients. Is that a- correct? Abs- absolutely. Uh, as I said, I somewhat selfishly thought that I could handle it on my own. And then I come to realize that my wife, uh, you, you may be able to handle it on your own, but the family has to know and you have to get support for them. Mm-hmm. And there are, there are different uh, places to go that can provide that moral support, even financial support in some cases, to help you get through this journey that you're going through. Because it is the, the toughest, because I, I, I did it myself, mm-hmm. when you're standing there and the doctor looks at you and he says, you have cancer. Those are the words that everybody dreads to hear. And I'm an engineer by training. And what happened with me, the engineering, what we call the Boolean logic, which is if-then logic, Mm -hmm. kicks in. And I started thinking, well, this doesn't add up. Something's not right. I'll figure this out on my own. And as I said, I couldn't. It was an unsolvable problem, Mm -hmm. mathematical problem. And so I had to reach out to people. I had to reach out to other loved ones. I had fortunately had a brother-in-law who was in the medical. He was a doctor, and I had reached out to him and talked to him about it. And the more I reached out and started talking to other people, I realized that I can't keep this to myself. I had to talk to other people. And had I had somebody like myself there, not to, to be braggadocious, but <laughs> if, if there was somebody there, and this was before I knew even knew LLS was in existence, I sure would have reached out to them to say, hey, what's going to happen next, because you don't know what's going to happen next, especially in this day and age with all the advances in treatment and, and the various uh, protocols that occur with the different types of drugs that are available now. And the nice thing about the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and you know, we talked about breast cancer, but the, the thing is, all the research that, that's done with the blood cancers actually helps other cancers. It, it's, it's an amazing thing that by doing the research for the leukemia and lymphoma uh, aspect, it, it really goes out to all other forms of, of cancer. Uh, it's, it's, there's a hundred different types of cancer. And, you know, we're talking now only about four or five of them, but the research that's done for those four or five goes out to all the different types of cancers. Uh, there's one that's, it's, uh, they call it uh, fight fire with fire. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's an amazing uh, uh, thing where they're using uh, different types of uh, cells to fight off at the nanoscale the, the, the different types of cancer cells that are in the body right now. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Wow, uh, that's awesome, and I, I so appreciate you sharing that with our listeners. And, and you know, you were uh, touching on something also that I, I wanted to expand on. Um, I've always been told that the, the greatest fear is the fear of the unknown. And I would imagine just being able to talk to other, other people uh, who are suffering from leukemia or lymphoma or the blood cancers, as you say, it could be a, a tremendous comfort to someone who's just received that news. It, 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 that's exactly right, because a lot of times the, 
the 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 doctors are very clinical about the things right and 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 that's because they see so many people mm-hmm. uh you're very fortunate at times that that you know the doctor i have right now he's very personable he really gets into and making sure that you're very friendly mm-hmm. uh, he's very friendly to, to to my wife and i when mm-hmm. we go visit with him and that often doesn't sometimes that doesn't happen and uh but they all mean well they all know that they want to make sure you're going to be okay but it's just a matter of time and 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 the the need to talk to other people is there i have a good friend and down in fort lauderdale whose wife has just gone through a double mastectomy mm-hmm. and i was telling him about you know you need to be there for her because one of the things that identifies a woman as a woman has just been taken away from her mm-hmm. And that is devastating. She may sound like she's strong now. She may sound like she's she's ready to go forward, but she's not. The same way with with men with prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. The same way when you get we had the young lady today who's uh, just finished her last round of chemo, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then there was another person I found today uh, at the uh, Palm Beach uh, the school district of Palm Beach County has just started and has gone through her second round of chemo. You get sick. You get you feel miserable. It's it's a wild ride, cyclical. I feel good. I feel bad. I feel good. I feel bad. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it goes on for a long period of time. And hopefully at the end of that time period, you're, you're, you're cured or you're at least in remission. And uh, you have to constantly then start watching out for yourself and watching out how am I doing, going back to visit with those doctors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you have somebody you can talk to, somebody that can counsel you, uh, one of the things that, that we talk about is, you know, why do we call it actually light the night? That's a great – why? Why is it light the night? Mm-hmm. It's, and I didn't realize it, but I, I, I look back at, at my journey. I totally immersed myself in my work. I said, I'm just going to batten down the hatches. I'm going to focus on what i got to get done so mm-hmm. I don't have to think about what's going on in my body. Uh-huh. And as a result, the only time I thought about it, is when I laid my head down to go to sleep. Right. And everything else is leaving your head, and you're laying there thinking, I've got, I got something that's got a gun to my head that I don't even know when it's going to go off. When is this thing going to change my whole metabolism mm-hmm. and start eating away at me? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. And so, especially for the children, which is so gut-wrenching, yeah. the, the ability to have to light the night, give them a light, give them hope, and give them an opportunity to see that there is something out there other than this treatment, other than all the other things that you're facing. You're going in and seeing, uh, you know, clinics with chairs and IVs and, and bottles and all this, this right, stuff that right. you know is getting uh, given to you for your own good. Mm-hmm. But as a child, it becomes much more difficult. The parents are just devastated. Right. The, the children are, are just trying to figure out what's going on. The patients have the, the 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 young lady today said or the the young man today mm-hmm. said that he had his port taken out strange conversations if you think about it you had your port taken out what's a port you know it's uh, not a dessert cocktail it's not a dessert yeah, <laughs> well, what yeah is I, a port? I like a good port but this port's not what you want right it's it's a device that's implanted in your basically implanted in your chest where they feed the medicines into oh, you okay. easily mm-hmm. And you keep that in all through this period. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a challenge. It's, yeah. it's, it's a very thing. So when that port comes out, and I think the young lady had, what, two more, two more days or something like that, and she's mm-hmm. getting it out, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. because you're walking around for you know a couple months with this device in you. Uh, and you, when you walk in, that when you walk in the clinics to get examined, and, and when I was being examined and, and going through a whole bunch of procedures, I got to know everybody that was there. Uh, I was going actually to the uh, Wexner Clinic up at Ohio State University because that's one of my. When I found out I had what I had, I went to Ohio State, which has got one of the best cancer centers in the United States, mm-hmm. and a doctor, Dr. John Bird, who was a pretty famous researcher in, in the, the blood cancers was my doctor. I got very lucky. Uh, it was funny because John Bird's my father's name, so I figured the stars <laughs> were lining up That's and everything's good. So What could go wrong? Yeah, what could go wrong? I, my, my dad's working on me. But, uh, yeah, but, it, it, but I got to know all the other guys, all the other people that were coming in to be treated, and I could, I could see the people there for the first time. Mm-hmm. The apprehension, the fear, the, they're, they're just you know, and their loved ones are with them going, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. But you like that from your, from your loved ones. But at the same time, you're sitting there going, I don't know if I believe that. Right. And until you start going through it and you start seeing the, the process working, then you can start think, thinking, I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to be okay. Uh, I mean, if you think about, was it 1949, the survival rate was only 4%. If you got any kind of leukemia at all, mm-hmm. it was pretty much a, you know, death, death sentence. sentence. You're done. Right now, the, the cure rate's over 90%. Wow. And when I got first diagnosed, Dr. Bird told me, he said, uh, Mike, he says, good news, bad news. Good news is, uh, or the bad news is you got cancer. The good news is you've got time on your hands. Mm-hmm. We got time to cure what you have. And he said, we're actually working on a pill that will stop this cancer in its tracks. It'll just stop it at that level. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. It's an amazing thing. So those things are out there. And that mm-hmm. those are all there because of what? Research. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Right, right. The funds that are gathered from all the people out in the community. And it's a community here in, in, in the, the Palm Coast and the Treasure Coast that makes all this happen. We, we will be calling people up. We will beg you for money. Uh, <laughs> And it, it, don't make us beg. Yeah, don't make us beg. It's, it, it's, it's ugly. It's not pretty. So anyway, so that's 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 what's going on right now. Well, you mentioned the golden word uh, in, in non-for-profits and 501c3s, funding. Uh, and one of the great ways to get funding is events. And so let's let's focus now on Light the Night and talk about that event and tell us more when, where, all the particulars, if you would. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, yes, Light the Night is one of our largest campaigns. So here in the Palm Beach area, we have two events or walks that happen. Uh, so in West Palm Beach, it's on Friday, November 22nd, which is the week before Thanksgiving. So hopefully not everybody's traveling just yet. And that is at the Fit Team of the Ballpark, uh, right? Just a stone's throw from here down uh, 45th in military. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll have the um, registration will open at 6, and we'll have um, our program start at 7. And then we have a walk the next night is in Boca, and that's at the Sunset Cove Amphitheater. Um, so if anybody wants to come out and walk, it's free to register. There's, uh, it's not a race. It's literally a walk. Is it a fi- uh, 5k? Uh, no, it's less than that. Oh. It's, it's about anywhere no, we, from we want people to complete. Yeah. <laughs> it's anywhere from about a half a mile to a oh. mile. Oh, okay. Um, so it's essentially around the park. All right. So that's right. Then the everyone can attend then. And yeah, absolutely. Right. You can bring strollers. You know, we encourage families to come out, um, 
and and definitely join us. Awesome. Now, is there a website that folks can access to get information about the event and the time and the place and like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. So uh, the website you'd want to go to is lightthenight.org. And it's very easy to find an event, uh, anybody, anywhere. You just put in your zip code, mm-hmm. and it will take you right to the nearest walks of where you live or where you will be on that particular day. Um, and then from there, you can either register as a participant, which we highly encourage. Uh, you can donate to a team. You can donate to a specific person. Uh, it's very user-friendly, and you'll find all the information there. Now, there, will there be exhibits, booths, and uh, folks who are there sharing information? Yes, absolutely. We have um, lots of different you know, people that come out. We have uh, some of our national partners mm-hmm. um, that work you know, all over with LLS. They'll be there handing out information. Uh, one of the most, besides the ceremony itself with the survivors and all the supporters, uh, we have um, a remembrance pavilion, oh. which is a separate, looks literally like the top of a, lant- a gold lantern. Uh, it's called our Remembrance Pavilion. Um, and that's just a separate area, very quiet, where people can go in and just, you know, really reflect on what as the journey has been for them, either as a survivor or, you know, as a family friend of any somebody that has lost their battle, unfortunately. Um, and this year we're looking at actually having, um, you know, some sort of counselor there. Uh, oh. Some feedback I got recently is, you know, we were talking a lot about, you know, just somebody to listen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I just received an email last week from somebody that attended our Boca Walk last year, and um, she had lost somebody near to her very recently. So this was the first time that she came to Light the Night, and it was very emotional for her. Oh, I'm sure. So she was really hoping to have somewhere, you know, she said the music was great, you know, everybody was having a great time, but for her, it was a very different experience. And she said, you know, she really wishes there was somebody there that in that moment could have just listened to her. Mm -hmm. So that's something I believe we've done in the past, and we definitely want to bring that back this year. That's that's a great idea. I tell you, the the opportunity to participate in this is is boundless. The the community comes together in the way of teams. I'm on a a corporate team that, Mm -hmm. that my company that I work for, Gilbane Building Company, Unsolicited plug. That's okay. <laughs> Gilbane Building Company has been very uh, helpful in supporting That's awesome. uh, the whole program. And I have to give a shout-out to Sam Forrest, who is a uh, vice president of Florida Power and Light. Florida Power and Light has been an unbelievable partner in this. Last year, I think they raised 150000 something like that. 151400 and some. I just wow. looked at it we, yesterday. We came, <laughs> we came in second doing like about sixty. so there was yeah. no way we were going to catch up with them. But we were very proud of what we did last year and awesome. the, the year before. But, you know, across the United States, there's 150 different communities involved in this. You know, nationwide, we, we raised $72 million. Wow. It's, it's considered one of the premier because the, 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 the ratio that actually goes back to the – for research is mm-hmm. unbelievable. The overhead on this, this is just is minimal. Mm-hmm. It's, there's the biggest bang for the buck in this, and that's what everybody wants to look for, they, that the monies are being spent very right. thoughtfully. And in this case, the majority I, – I, I'm not sure what the number is, it's but I know – 80 it's, cents of every dollar. Yeah, wow. so it's 80 percent of the money is going into the research uh, it, right now. So there's, there's a lot of ways to participate – uh, either look for teams, get your own teams, go to the website. If you need to, call 561-616-8682. That's our, uh, the number for LLS. They can point you in the right direction. But the whole event 
is an absolute blast. It's like a big block party, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's there's food. There's all kinds of neat stuff there. There's bands. There's radio stations there. Kid zone. Kid zone. There's all kinds of fun. And you get you're you're on the ballpark. You're on the field, so the right. kids can run all over the place. It's a blast. And there's a lot of music. There there is a formal ceremony where we talk about the different uh, things that are going on. But but then at the end it gets it it has the 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 need for uh, there there's a all the people with the white lanterns come to mm-hmm. the center and there's a white light that goes up and it's to signify the uh, the survivors yeah. and you start seeing all the other lights mm-hmm. and I I had said uh, I think it was last year I said there's a lot of white lights here but there needs to be more right. there needs to be a lot more white lights and and that's what we're working towards we need to have more white lights than than the yellow and the red lights that are out there. Absolutely. If you could give us that contact information one more time. I know we have folks who are listening that are going to want to participate, and I want to take an opportunity just to urge everyone listening uh, to support LLS any way you can. And, of course, the easiest way is to just come out to light the night and bring your family, make it a family event, or get your corporate team together and really support and participate. Uh, That's an easy way. You can also contact them and what we talk about, donations of time, talent, and treasures. I'm sure you're always willing to take Mm -hmm. donations. And I'm sure you're always looking for volunteers. Absolutely. So that website address and that phone number is a good place to start. And again, I want to urge everyone listening to to go out and support. And I I was told recently that there there isn't a single person living in the United States who doesn't know someone who's been affected by some kind of cancer. And so this is a great way uh, for you to be able to uh, support this great work and to help out the people that you know who've been affected by this, the survivors. So thank you both uh, for being on the show with us and sharing all this great information. And we hope you have a great event. Again, we want to urge everyone listening to go out and support it. And we hope you'll come back in a couple of weeks after the event and tell us how great it was. And before we wrap up, just want to leave you an opportunity to share something with our listeners that we haven't gotten to because I feel like we just scratched the surface of all the great work that you do. Go yes, ahead. absolutely. Uh, I just wanted to close again with uh, ways you can get involved. So you can go to lightthenight.org or call our office, uh, our Palm Beach chapter 561-616-8682. And I just wanted to close with a quote from our wonderful president and CEO, Dr. Lou uh, DeGenero. He, um, one of his best lines is, it's never a good time to get cancer, but it's a great time to be fighting cancer. Awesome. Leave you with that. Well, Mike, and uh, you, do you want to add something no, before that, we wrap that up? that sums it up. That certainly does. Well, Mike and uh, Courtney, thank you so much for being on, and we you. wish you a great event with Light the Night, and and keep doing all the great work you're doing with LLS. Thank you.